The TJ Mesitas Podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to episode two of the TJ Mesitas Podcast. Uh, This episode is going to be called Where to Start. And uh, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the feedback from episode one. Uh, so excited to do this. Sorry there's such a gap between episode one and two. Uh, we went to Creation Music Festival, and that took a lot of time and energy and camping and raining and then getting home and drying all those things out and packing them back away. So that's why the long gap exists. I hope to do them weekly, uh, and I hope that doesn't happen in the future. If you're listening to this on iTunes, you're probably wondering why or how I'm answering questions live every episode of the podcast is live streamed on Periscope so I can have people ask questions while I talk, give it more of a talk radio feel rather than uh, just me ranting for 20 some minutes on my own. Anyway, so the number one question that I get uh, in terms of business, small business, photography business, t-shirt business, et cetera, et cetera, is where do I start? And that is a great question because you can't have an ending without a start. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that, a little about about where I think you should start if you're a young entrepreneur or someone who wants to get started and join, start their own photo business, start their own t-shirt company, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit right now about where you should start. So The number one thing that I tell people, which isn't like a glamorous uh, answer, it's not something that makes people feel like, oh yeah, that's going to be so cool to start there, is start with research. Yes, just like in school, when you had to write a paper, you had to start with research. The same thing applies to your small business. Start with knowing what you want to do. And that is not glamorous by any means. It is not fun. It is not super exciting. It doesn't mean that you have something immediately for people to check out. But it is so important because what if your idea is already out there? What if someone is already doing it and you start and you realize that, well, what's the point? This person already dominates. They're going to dominate me. I'm going to be out of business in five minutes. Um, So start with research, start with understanding and knowing what exactly it is you want to do. And if you're like on the, that's if you're on the product side, if you're on the service side, start with being very good at the service that you're offering. If you want to be a photographer and you haven't ever taken a professional photo, don't start a photography business. Wait till you're a good photographer before you start taking pictures and charging people. I can't stand how many young photographers I see that are like, oh, I'm a professional, and they've yet to take a single awesome photo of anything, and they're going to charge people. That's crazy. So yeah, so if you're going to be a product, start with really understanding what that product is. Like for us at Walk in Love for t-shirts, I started just by starting and it's the one regret that I have. I didn't research the type of t-shirt I wanted to print on. I didn't I didn't find the best quality printer to start. And so I made a lot of mistakes and it took us a lot longer to grow than I thought it would. Um, than, than I think it would have otherwise if I had just done a little bit, tiny bit of research to understand who we wanted to be and what we were like, what we were going to sell. Um, for photographers, you know, I just see them all the time, just starting with a little Facebook page, thinking they're going to blow up, and really, they just they don't understand their skill yet. They don't understand their craft yet, and yeah, you can hear Brooke in the background. She's she's trying to tell me what to say. Uh, that's my wife, by the way. Uh, you know, they just kind of discredit what they're all about because they don't have the skill or the the technique down yet. 
Um, so yeah, so start with research, start with uh, practice, uh, you know, make sure that you're going to be, that when you launch, you have the best possible chance to succeed because most people launch too early without enough discipline and, uh, you know, without enough, enough to back them up. Um, one of my favorite quotes about photography is, your first 10,000 images are the worst. So until you're, you've taken those 10,000 images, wait to launch your business, wait to understand, wait to wait to be a photographer until you can actually be a photographer. Uh, so that's always where I say where, where to start. Research, 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 practice, practice, practice. No two things are more important and no two things stop existing as your business goes on. Brooke still practices shooting photos. She still tries new things, new techniques. She's still online researching. I'm still feeling every single t-shirt that I walk by in the mall because I want to know what's out there. I want to know how it feels. I want to know what it looks like. I want to know how people are printing on it. I want to know the, the tags that people are using. Uh, so research and practice don't stop existing after you start either. They're the most important thing to do when you start, and then they're the most important thing to continue to do as you go on in your business. So many photographers I see out there think they are like the Mac Daddy, top dog, super best photographer, and so they just they stop evolving. They stop pushing themselves to develop new uh, new looks and new ways to shoot and new ways to edit. And, and, and if you're not moving forward, you're standing still. And if you're standing still in business, you're dying. And if you're dying, you're, you're soon going to go out. So research, practice, research, practice, research, practice. If you hear anything from what I talk about today, hear those two words, research and practice. They are so important. Okay, so let's say you've started with your research. You have, you've been practicing your skill and you're ready to, to launch. Okay, so, so how do you develop whatever brand it is that you want to sell? How does that process start? And when I use the word branding, I want it to be very clear. I am not talking about a logo. <laughs> Let me repeat that again. Branding is not your logo or just your color scheme. Branding is so much more than that. If you're, if you could see my arms right now, they're going up in the air and making a big circle and coming back down. I'm actually even going to do it twice. Two big arm circles to tell you how that branding is more than a logo and a color scheme and the way your website looks. And so, so how do you start building your brand? How do you find your brand identity? Um, usually it's, over a lot of time, it's not something that you can just develop right away. So as you're practicing and as you're researching, here's something that I want you to do. I want you to notice everything you like and why you like it. It's so it's such an easy branding technique and Pinterest actually makes it even easier because you can save all that stuff in one place to go look at later. But like, for example, I would say like, you know, like I like the, I like the walk and love simplicity of the, I, I like simple t-shirts. That's something I've always noticed about myself. You like, even when I was a kid, I didn't have a lot of like brightly colored shirts or like shirts with all sorts of bells and whistles and rhinestones and things like that. I always like simplicity. And so as I was developing the walk and love brand, I noticed that, okay, I like that. Why do I like that? Well, I like it because it's simple. Okay. I like that. Why do I like that? I like that because it's simple. Okay. I like that. Why do I like that? I like it because it's simple. And so something to develop your brand is just to go through life. You don't have to go out of your way and just notice things like usually things that are all around your house. Your house is the way it is because you like things the way they are. And so you want to develop a brand. I always, I always advise people 
to develop a brand based around you, you know, because you're going to have to be passionate about it and you can't be passionate about things you do not like. Uh, for example, when, when we were developing the Brooke Courtney brand, the photography brand, we, you know, we started doing this practice of just like noticing things that we like. And there was a trend and it's still going on right now, a trend in photography that is like adventurers are everywhere, you know, mountains and arrows and, you know, compasses and all that kind of stuff. Like it's all about adventuring in photography right now. Well, you will rarely find Brooke and I at a campsite or hiking up a mountain or wearing a backpack because it's just not us. It's just not who we are. And so we really didn't want to brand ourselves as this adventurous company because it's not something that we like to do. And, and we like simple, fun, and happy things. And that's what our brand is all about. That's what our brand was for years is like, we want to take simple, happy, fun photos that make you feel joyful. Because that's who we are. You know, Brooke and I are constantly joking around with each other. We're constantly laughing. You know, we're constantly um, just having fun together. And that's because that's who we are. And that's what we wanted our brand to reflect. Because once our brand reflects that, it's so easy to create it. It's so easy to uh, be in, be to, to give off that brand message because that's who we are. And the same thing for Walk in Love. We always wanted to display this simple, fun, clean, happy brand that brought people joy. And and the reason that it seems so natural is because that's who we are. We are those types of people. So if you like to take dark, moody, uh, kind of intense images, well, don't brand yourself as someone that's super happy and fun because that's not who you are. And you'll get tired of trying to portray that. You want your brand to be based on something that you're so passionate about it that it just pours out of you. You don't want to have to portray something that you're not. You want it to be natural. You want it to flow from you because the, the more passionate that you can be about your brand, the more that you can just live that brand and show that brand and be that brand, the more that everyone will be like, man, that's so cool. I want to be a part of that. And that's really what we've what we've noticed about Walk in Love is that, you know, Brooke and I are so passionate about it because we love everything about it. We love the way the shirts look, we love the way they feel, we love the designs because it's us and it's and it's who we've always been. And so when people meet us they're like, "I feel like I know you." And that's the point. We want you to feel like we know you know us because it gives you a closer connection to our brand and that is not based on a logo, that is not based on a color. That is kind of based on everything that the business gives out you know every message every tweet every facebook post every image every product every you know everything that the business puts out is all part of this giant brand identity and this brand image uh you know like it, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to look at apple computers and realize that they have the best brand that's ever existed, you know, in the past, you know, 50 years. Because every single thing that Apple does is so specific. The way their products feel, the way they look, the way they're packaged, the way they unwrap, the way they present them, the way their employees act in the store, the, the words that they use. You know, everything is so clear and concise that you understand the Apple brand and your experience with them in the store and on their website and with their product and unwrapping it and typing on their computers is always so similar and it's always so simple and clean and unique to their brand. And so, you know, where you want to start is 
to start with research and start with practicing and then start pointing things out to yourself that you really like so you can kind of create this really unique personal brand because most of the time when you're starting a small business, you are the brand. There isn't this, you know, you're not starting with 100 employees or 50 employees or you're starting with one person doing it all. And, and so you need to be passionate about every aspect of what you're doing and you won't be passionate about it if you're putting off a brand image that you do not identify with. And so that's really something that I would say is so important when developing a brand. And right now I'm going to go to Periscope and see if anybody has any questions. And if not, I'll keep talking, but I'm just going to give a couple of seconds for people to ask questions. Brooke's in the room. Brooke, do you have any questions or anything to add? Yeah. So when we were developing our photo brand, uh, one uh, a great mentor of ours named Laura Casey, editor in chief of Southern Weddings, wrote a book called Make It Happen. If you want to be inspired, just look at anything Laura does. Laura Casey, L A R A C A S E Y. But she told us like when we were developing our photo brand, like think about every aspect of your potential customer's life. Where do they shop? Where do they eat? What do they look like? How, you know, what, what do they enjoy? You know, do they have tattoos? Do they not have tattoos? Do they go to church? Do they not go to church? Where, what, what do they do for fun? What do they do for enjoyment? Where do they work? How do they dress? And all those things, because if that's the client that you want, you need to create a brand that reflects that image. You know, so like if you want an up-to-do, well-to-do client that is, you know, shops at J. Crew and shops at, you know, Banana Republic and has, you know, some money to throw around, well, then don't brand your company like scrapbooks because, you know, wealthy people don't really scrapbook, you know, stuff like that. You know, if you want to uh, have a child, uh, a children company, you know, don't brand it like a death metal company, you know, <laughs> simple things like that. Understand who your client is. You know, we wanted at Walk in Love, we wanted our clients to be happy and fun and really enjoying their lives. And we wanted people who are not only want to be inspired, but then want to take that inspiration and inspire others. And so that's where, that's where our heart is. That's who we are as people. And so that's why our brand and our products and our image reflect all that because we just want, that's the type of person that we want. So that's what we're going to produce on this end. So we get that type of person. So important. If you're a photographer and you're tired of shooting not so fun weddings with annoying clients, well then stop putting out that message that you want those clients. Stop blogging those clients. Stop engaging with those clients. You know, if you have to take the work to take the work, then take it, but don't continue to pursue those avenues. Look for new customers by developing a brand that attracts new customers. So, so important. Um, you know, build a brand identity that you would be passionate about that you would like to follow yourself. And that's really what I would say from on where, on how to start. You know, it's so, 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 so important to build a brand based on what you love because you'll love it even when it's hard, even when it's not easy to run a business. You know, there are so many years uh, for Walk in Love where I just kind of felt like it was a struggle. I thought like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to make it, but I love it, so I'm going to keep going. And that was so important because if I didn't love it, if I didn't love the way it looked, the way it felt, the way it 
the way it engaged, all that kind of stuff, then I probably would have given up. I probably wouldn't have kept going, but I did love it. And so I'm so thankful that I created a brand just basically around things that I liked um, because it kept, it made it easy to keep going. So, so, so can you talk a little about and researching and stalling? Um, can, so someone just asked a question. Can you talk about a little bit about the difference between researching and stalling? I'm not quite sure what the, the like when you just research, research, research. Yeah, definitely. Things. Eventually, you're yeah. going to need to pull the trigger for sure. Um, but you're also never going to stop researching. You're never going to stop learning uh, your trade or perfecting your craft. There is a point where you do need to just pull the trigger and go for it. Uh, but you know, sometimes what you need to do, like for Brooke, when she started taking photos. You know, she took some photos of some friends. She took some photos of their friends and their friends and their friends. And it got to the point where so many people were asking her. She was just like, okay, well, I definitely just need to pull the trigger um, and just go for it because the, the market is demanding it. You know, same with Walk in Love. We, we started selling so many shirts that were like, well, we just need to, we need to produce more. We need to have more designs. We need to pull the trigger on more because the market demands it. You know, so there definitely is a point where you just need to pull the trigger, but that point doesn't necessarily mean you stop researching, you stop developing your skill, you stop uh, perfecting your craft. You know, some some of the great things that uh, can help you research. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna finish up pretty soon, but I'm just gonna go kind of recap what I talked about and then uh, give you some some tools to help you. So first of all, you know, where do you start? You start with research, you start with practicing. Two most important things. I don't know if you guys can hear my cat, Leo. Uh, he's meowing in the background. You can probably hear him. Uh, you start with research, you start with practice. Uh, and then once you have those two things and you feel like you're at a place where you're confident to start, you start developing your brand. You start looking for things that you like. You start looking for things that interest you. You start assessing why you like something. And once you get all of those ideas in a concise place, probably Pinterest, you, you, that's where you set, that's where you start building your brand based off of all of these things that you've like kind of developed and noticed that you've liked. Uh, you know, if you're not a designer and you're not going to design your website, Pinterest is a great place to send that designer and say, Hey, this is kind of the brand image, the identity that I want. I, you know, I want, uh, look at this and come back with me with some designs. So, so that's, that's, those are the three things that I would do in, in terms of starting your brand research, practice, develop, you know, figuring out what you like and why you like it to build that brand on some great places to go for research and practice. Obviously YouTube, you can look up a YouTube video on anything and find out how to do it. If you're a photographer, YouTube should be your first place to go when you're looking to figure out how someone gets a certain image. So many tutorial videos, so many people that want to help share what they do. Um, Skillshare is another great place to go. Uh, Skillshare.com. Uh, it's where people uh, create online classes to share their, um, you know, share what they've done. You know, there's classes on mobile photography. There's classes on professional photography. There's classes on building a website. There's classes on hand type. There's classes on everything. Um, another great place to go is to, to try to find an internship with a company that you really like or are inspired by. Uh, internships are a great way. We've, we've had a couple of interns that have gone on to build their own businesses because of skills that we taught them. And so internships are really great. Um, and then one thing that I think is really important to, to, to develop as you're practicing, researching, and building is a mission statement. So, so a mission statement is kind of like two or three sentences about just who you are as a brand, what you're for, what you want to be, because 
once you have that mission statement, it will be very easy to make decisions for the future based off that mission statement. So Walk and Loves is Walk and Love is simple. We are dedicated to selling well, high, well designed, high quality products with a positive message. We believe that you should love others, no strings attached, and we believe that Jesus came and showed us how to be that message. So anything that we do as a brand, we kind of look to that mission statement and say, does it follow those things? Is it about? Does it portray that statement that we have about us? And if we can't answer yes, then we don't do it. If we can, then we keep pushing forward. Um, so that that's kind of just a general idea on how to start, where to start, you know, and I think the best thing to do right now is if you're thinking about, you know, what I want to do or how I want to do it, I would just start making lists. Just start kind of just dump out anything that's on your brain, your vision, your goals, your dreams, where you want to be in one year, where you want to be in five years, where you want to be in 10 years and see it all on a piece of paper and look at that paper and be like, okay, to get there, I need to practice now. I need to practice now. I need to research now to get to this goal. I need to do stuff now because goals don't come without research and practice and discipline now. You know, goals without a, a stepping stone to get to those goals are just dreams. They're just illusions. They will never happen. Uh, so, so that's that. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I know there was a little bit more noise in the background. Brooks walking around. The cats are meowing and stuff like that. But I so appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I hope to do it weekly. Sorry that the episode one and two were so far apart. Thank you so, so much for listening. You guys have a great day. And remember, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Periscope at TJ Mesitas, T-J-M-O-U-S-E-T-I-S. And then on my website, tjmesitas.com to get the latest podcast and to subscribe to this, uh, to, to, to subscribe and read all the things that I have to say. Anyways, thanks so much. You guys have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.